The Doug Steffen Good Day Download with Doug and Jay Kirshner is made possible in part by Calitrin, which is the safe way for you to lose weight and keep it off. And also by Prevagen, keeping your brain healthy. What do you know? Spooky day! Trick or treat, Jay. Which will it be? Stand up and be counted. What's yes. the story? Big fan yeah. of the treat part. You are? <laughs> me too. I feel that my refrigerator treats for me. Ray! All right, lots of voices to be heard. A lot of conversations. The usual stuff. Every day is a different day. Good day. And the uh, start of a new week always means a reboot. That's an interesting word. Chucker. Our movie moments guy uses that all the time when it comes to new TV shows and new movies that are based on old things that have been around. You'd think that we would have evolved, but there are really no new ideas. You know that, right? No new thoughts. Something that we think, even though we think it's unique, has been thought by somebody in some way, in some other place, some other time. So how about that? So where are the original thinkers how far back do we have to go? What's their backup status? <laughs> who, who had the first thought? I guess that would be when you even Adam think of Eve? inventions, and you just when you're thinking nothing new can possibly be invented because yeah. what is left? What's and left? And these entrepreneurs and these amazing inventors still come up with things. Yeah, new ideas, new gizmos, new things. So we accelerate into this uh, new week. Uh, by uh, focusing on something that's pretty interesting, good. Casey Hubbard is in the focus here, playing the trumpet since he was in the seventh grade. He said that he'd uh, played in concert bands. Marching band was always one of the things that he really wanted to do. He's a high school junior, lives in Moore, Oklahoma, has said, I want to do this because it's more exciting. So, uh, Jay, his passion for music, shown through his talent that some people are natural. They get it early on. Some people have to practice to learn. So he joined the marching band, and he found his purpose. Once he got there, he said he felt like he was really going to enjoy it. And uh, so uh, his dream was to perform on a football field where the team plays and the crowd cheers. Isn't that easy, though? Uh, he's in a wheelchair. Uh, he says, "This is. I know it's not going to be easy for me to get onto a field and actually march because I can't do that. But the director of the band at his school, Adam Me, is how would you pronounce that? I suppose Me Warder, I guess something like that. That's not important. Right. Yeah, said music is for everybody. At the end of the day, all the trumpet players are on the field. Casey plays the trumpet. He needs to be on the field. The band director put his actions, uh, his what did I say? Put your." Um, uh, mouth? No, what is it? Put your money where your mouth is, or at something close to that, anyway. Uh, he said, uh, I remember, here we go. Let's see what happens. Hubbard said he wanted to be like the rest of the band. He wanted to be included. So he put his trumpet and uh, marches with the band director, all kinds of teachers who do great things. He said, mine happens to be on the football field, just uh, being a normal operation of the band they marched three years together and uh, he said this is really amazing so this uh, coach offered uh, uh, this I, don't, I guess that his family was very interested in this as well right seems that the family was supportive of him huh anyway 
I thought this was interesting. All right, mm-hmm. so there. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm I'm distracted because I think if this were Friday and we were doing the talk radio countdown show, uh, we'd be this would be number one, the attack on Paul Pelosi, and what in the world happened and who is this, sick enough. What, yes. What What are things coming to? Um, yeah, that's and, the question. And, and, there's so much with the story too. How his quick thinking to call nine one one and without alerting. Uh, how do you say this guy's name? The the intruder, David De Pape De Pape D E P A P E. Yeah, De Pape maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah, something like that. W- without alerting this David guy that he was calling nine one one and asking questions to help alert the dispatch of, Hey, who are you? Why are you in my house? What are you going to do to me? All of these things where the nine one one dispatcher, they're quick thinking as well to not do a welfare check, but to actually call it in as an emergency saved his life. And it really wasn't until the police arrived that there became that, that fight over the hammer, which the David character got it and, and did attack Paul and he is expected to recover, but he did yeah. have to have surgery. He, he could have been he, killed he though. Hit, yeah. He was hit with a hammer in the skull. It's yeah. so terrifying. And he even said, you know, this David guy, where's Nancy? So who knows what could have happened had Nancy Pelosi been home at the time? What is it that gets people this angry? It's, it is, this is something, and I hold leaders of both parties responsible for this. Barack Obama was out on the uh, trail this weekend pushing for Democrats to be elected in the election a week from tomorrow, and he wasn't much help either. He's, they're always talking about how bad the other side is, and they don't do this and they don't do that. Where's your solution, pal? Is there a, and maybe the question, I suppose, comes, what is the solution? What is, unless we have a complete remaking look at some of these that old fossil mitch mcconnell what did he have to say there are a lot of mis- uh, mixed missed opportunities and mixed messages that came from the republicans now i've no love for nancy pelosi in terms of his uh, of her uh, actions as speaker of the house i think she's politi- uh, uh, pathetically political and maybe people say, well, that's the job of the speaker. The job of the speaker is to get things done, to move people, to inspire people, to to work in behalf of not only her constituents in San Francisco, but to work on behalf of the American people. And there is very little of that being done by either side, by anybody that's, that is uh, in the mainstream of the House of Republicans, uh, the House of Republicans, listen to me, the House of uh, Representatives, and so anyway, and so because a lot of leaders, Kevin McCarthy, you know, everybody wants to know what Trump had to say. Who cares? What does that do to advance things? At what point in time are we going to stress the importance of getting things done so that we can survive and thrive? We are mm-hmm. not going to be able to do that if we continue to harp and sharp and and and, and for the American people, not just one political yeah. party. Remember that the uh, we've been touting this the last couple of programs. Last week, Thursday and Friday, I was stuck on that uh, phrase from the John Cena movie, The Independent, running for president as an independent. It's a pretty serious movie, supposedly. And the phrase that got me was country over party. We should all say that. Country over party. Country over. We should have a mantra 
of repeating it, country over party, country over party. And yet we have this hammering on the radio and on television and in the news media every day of why you should like this party because they're good and you shouldn't like that party because they're bad. That's the most moronic and, and thoughtless way of looking at this. We are all Americans and we are all sort of in this together, aren't we? The president should be, and so should all these other, they should be focused on the issues. How Republicans and Democrats don't get along isn't mm-hmm. really an issue. It's a problem. There's a difference between an issue and a problem. And neither of those things are being worked on appropriately by anybody that I can see. And then there's the party eating their young. You can see DeSantis and, and Trump sort of back and forth because Trump wants to be the man and DeSantis wants to be the man. And the same is, I don't know whether you can see the same stuff on the Democratic Party, but that's why I'm voting for John Cena. <laughs> no, but even look at that. Just the, it's all Republicans and Democrats. And there's this rhetoric that if you vote third party, you wasted your vote. Yeah. And whenever you get to the big debates, it's, again, only a candidate from the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. There's nobody from nobody else. Libertarian. And that's because and they have too much control over our system, mm-hmm. Jay. Way too much control over the system. It's all bad for the most part. And so we need to figure out a way to make it good. Uh, here's another thing that will be on the countdown this week. The uh, South Korean uh, crowd uh, at some, what is it, a big music festival, 120 people dead because it went on there. Yeah, is that, a it's crowd a big search. gathering. Yeah, but what is it a music festival? It's some sort of thing um, or something that is celebrated anyway all the time. Uh, this is in a popular neighborhood in Seoul. Uh, a lot of people got just trampled on. If you look at some of those pictures, pretty scary. Mm-hmm. And the majority of people were aged, were in their 20s. Um, yeah. They did find out that there were two Americans there, somebody, a 20-year-old from Kentucky and one in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So it's a Halloween sort of musical spoof, a get-together. And again... I guess because today is Halloween, we ought to talk a little about that. The, re- the irresponsibility of people and the scary stuff that goes on. This is another one of those. It's not a holiday. It's a, a day of celebration in a manner of speaking. Uh, the origins of it, we'll talk about that in the next half hour and why it is that people get into a situation. What is there about it that is so, quote unquote, I'll put this in, in quotes here parentheses, so exciting uh, that you put all of these people together. There were thousands and thousands of people that had packed into this small alleyway. neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Having the Uh, Halloween fun. Yeah, oh yeah, a lot of fun. So one of the rumors is uh, that the crowd was, uh, the the problem was caused by people rushing toward a bar uh, after the word that some celebrity was there. Mm -hmm. And that's again, celebrity. What is that? It's amazing how people um, and then panic view induces what's more important. panic. Yeah, right. Yep. All right. Well, hold a good thought for all those people. 120 people killed in that circumstance. Wow. Uh, the passing of Jerry Lee Lewis. That's last. <laughs> I chuckle about this because uh, it was reported dead, and then he wasn't. And people breathing a sigh. Oh, I'm a big Jerry Lee Lewis fan. I'm glad he's not dead. Well, 
the hole in that story was that he was almost dead. And he's been on life support. He's been, he's lived a tough life, I suppose, in a manner of speaking. Elvis, interesting, going back to that time, I was a, well, how old was I when all this stuff started? I was probably six, maybe or seven, uh, when you, uh, you know, the, we all were exposed to Chuck Berry and Little Richard and mm-hmm. Fats Domino, Buddy Holly, and the rest of that group that changed music. Uh, he, the the pass uh, the passing there, uh, in passing, mentioning his controversial personal life, he married his 13-year-old cousin. <laughs> yeah, cousin once removed. Yeah. And, and I believe that, wasn't that marriage n- not um, uh, uh, recognized uh, uh, because he yeah. was still technically married to his to previous spouse? Yeah. And he had right. that a couple times yeah. where yeah, the was... divorce was not finalized and he tried to marry yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Oh, what is it? They don't say. They say don't music. speak ill of the dead. Uh, he was an entertainer for sure, from top to bottom, and that's kind of what we remember here about Jerry Lee Lewis. Coming to you live from the farm. Jay's not on the farm though. She's <laughs> maybe at the funny farm. Jay Curry. What Excuse sort of, you. <laughs> yes, the funny farm. Let's hear it for those. Who have been uh, very interesting. You have very loving, interesting parents, and they're around, I'm sure, to help with them. Um, I do. I grew up in a very unique way unconditional mm-hmm. love, respect. I never had a doubt if my parents were proud of me or not. It's, and that's sad to say that that was a unique way. You know what I mean? I sure do. <laughs> I don't know very many of my <laughs> friends come from who grew the up that way. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a zero sum game. In all of that, if you're not supportive of your children, uh, then uh, it doesn't mean that they get away with it. There's a difference in an understanding of what it means to be supportive and loving. It doesn't mean that you don't set parameters. There isn't a definition mm-hmm. of what's right and wrong. You're, you should know by example from your parents or whoever it is. I grew up around uh, on a couple of different local farms with the uh, folks who were the mother and father like my second family. And so under that circumstance, I had good upbringing. I had good examples. I had good, solid beginnings. And so that's, I think, why I turned out the way I did. Uh, But, you know, when you think about how people are, is there a definite design or purpose to teach children about values? And I know a lot of parents think that that's about politics and religion and you do it our way because we tell you that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking yeah. about things that are that have us understand what the world is kind of all about. All these people that talk about the wealthy and we have to tax them and we have to do this and we do that. That's a zero sum game going back to a phrase that I used a minute ago. If I make more money, it doesn't mean that there's less money for somebody else. That's, but that's the mentality. That's what people are taught. The idea that uh, they're bad because they have rich uh, roots. They have money. And mm. uh, that's, that's, that is ridiculous. You're not poor because somebody else is rich. If, if you believe in a God or spirit, it will teach you that those philosophies will teach you that there is abundance for everybody. There's no limit on how much money there is out there for you to make. You're not taking money from anybody else unless you're robbing them. If you mm-hmm. come up with an idea or you do something that's unique and you happen to make money, 
Bully for you. Good. Product, services, whatever it is. That's not taking away from somebody else. Now, well, if you're the in the... Go ahead. go ahead, Jay. No, I was just going to say in the mentality of people who have a lot of money, like a, a, in a, an absurd amount of money, who people are like, well, they should give it away. They should do things with it. Why is that they your business? They shouldn't have to. It would be nice no. to see if that happened. Yeah, but they, it's nice. they don't have to. They don't owe that to anybody. No, they don't. Uh, but society is better off when people who have created wealth do something good with it. That's good. That's a judgment. Maybe you, you're, you're teaching people about uh, sharing. That's one of the things, you know, often, especially if you come from, if you're, if you're the only child, most only children are not, I'm not saying this about all, but most only children are not great at sharing because they have all of the stuff. That's one of the things that uh, Megan, my daughter, and her husband have been uh, good about with Miles so that he doesn't think the world revolves around him. But a lot of single children grow up feeling that way because both parents are you know, sometimes vying for the attention of the child. It's interesting. <laughs> the child is supposed to uh, buy for is is supposed to get attention uh, from the parents, and oftentimes it's the other way around. Parents are trying to get attention from their children, which mm-hmm. of course is a create. It's, that's a recipe for complete disaster. <clears throat> but anyway, I thought I was I was thinking about. Uh, that um, and thinking about people who have money and what they do with it. I think LeBron James is a fairly interesting example of that. Uh, He's been talking a lot lately about the things that he's doing to help out his neighborhood, which is uh, in Akron and that area of Appalachia in Ohio. He also has been talking about Elon Musk and what's going on on Twitter Uh, He was speaking out concerning this report about the uptick of hate speech on Twitter. Is this coincident with uh, Musk taking over uh, at uh, Twitter? Or is this just something that's been going on, all this Nazi stuff, the N-word, things that ought not to have a place, or at least if if they're there, I suppose that's freedom of speech. But you kind of get canceled. Anybody uses the N-word these days, if you're not black, you get canceled. Uh, anybody who's and, and I think I'm I'm sort of like in nowhere land when it comes to that, Jay. But mm-hmm. when it comes to Nazi stuff, no, no place for it. So it should be. So then you come back to well, who determines? Well, I may like the skinheads, as somebody might say. Oh yeah, I think the Jews are horrible, and so we should do what we can to destroy them. You know that that's kind of the stuff that Kanye West was saying, and you look what happened with with him. And that's that. That stuff was all over Twitter. The, all the stuff from Donald Trump mm-hmm. and his. Well, and permanent- that's the thing too. That was a problem where it almost seems like some of these social platforms, uh, specifically what we're talking about right now, Twitter picks and chooses who gets kicked out for yeah. saying things. They have their their guidelines of what is not appropriate, what is not pr- allowed, and not everybody gets gets kicked out for the same thing. And. And so that's why LeBron James is inconsistent. I think that's what you're, that's the message. Exactly. And he's saying that he hopes when Elon Musk takes over that this, and there has been an uptick in hate speech and it's become this platform for bullies. And even if you don't say specific words that might get you banned or trigger the algorithm, there's still a dialogue that is happening where everybody on Twitter is basically just a bully and very angry. Yeah. Well, that started at Facebook, I think. Uh, there's a lot of that stuff at Facebook, political just junk. 
mm-hmm. that's there. And but it has, seems like with Facebook, people are fighting with each other, but they already know each other, or they're mm-hmm. they're they're on their friends list. Where with Twitter, you see things from people you don't even follow all the time. I don't know. Well, I don't pay much attention to Twitter. And I pay not a lot of attention to Facebook, uh, Facebook, good job, <laughs> to Facebook. I was putting Facebook and Zuckerberg together. I get paid by the word. So if I put Facebook together, you know who I'm talking well, about. Well, just just give it time. I'm sure yeah. Meta will become Facebook eventually. Right. And then there will be canceled for saying that if I put something on there right now. I've actually, I don't know that I've been canceled, but I think I've been canceled. I think you told me you got uh, something that you posted yanked too, didn't you? Or somebody else telling me that? Uh, well, <clears throat> recently, uh, certain things that our friends are commenting under our posts are getting are being hidden because it's just um, I forget the verbiage that Facebook used, but they've been hidden because they could be inciting anger or anything like yeah. that. And we have the ability to hide or unhide things, fortunately. But more than a decade ago, on a page I worked for, which I worked, I posted something about it was a get help topic for anybody dealing with an eating disorder and to know that you're not alone there is help and here are different areas where you can get help here are blogs where you can get help just reach out to somebody and open that dialogue and if you think that you have a loved one that's going through this here's how you can open that dialogue and be there for this person well facebook flagged that as bullying behavior because i was quote unquote calling out a specific type of group and completely banned the page or i shouldn't say banned the page i worked on but suspended it for a solid two weeks it's well see that's what i'm talking about now maybe that's the reason zuckerberg's net worth has dropped by a hundred billion dollars he lost one day last week $11 billion. And if you look back over the past year, uh, the value of Meta, which is the, uh, is the chief, is the main company over Facebook, uh, they've declined, the profits have declined. Uh, and so this is something that is appropriate, I think. Anyway, I think he's getting his just desserts for the way he runs things, for his egotistical, arrogant way this is a private company. Now, you don't have to belong if you don't want to. And a lot of people are choosing not to. That's why he lost $100 billion. Uh, now his wealth <clears throat> is down to $37 billion. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Elon Musk, at the end of the scale, is worth $212 billion. And um, the founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, number three position worth $134 billion. His wife was at the divorce, got $38 billion, and she still is worth $38 billion, even though she's been giving millions, tens of millions, hundreds mm-hmm. of millions away. It just shows you the wealth. It, it, it doubles, if you, depending on what you're doing with the money, that is what it's invested in. She was probably smart. She probably just left it in Amazon. And in and of itself, it just re, rejuvenates, revives, rebuilds itself. Uh, anyway, so the criticism of the company... Uh, is in my estimation with Zuckerberg, he deserves the criticism. The company deserves the criticism. Uh, it's uh, it just I don't know. He's just he's uh, he's a jerk, and he comes across as an arrogant jerk. And so you go back to the college. You remember that movie? It was all about uh, the beginnings of uh, of Facebook and how he stole mm-hmm. the idea from those two twins. From those twins, uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, that tells you. All you need to know about this guy. That's it. Uh, and so he'll do anything for money. 
anything for power, anything for control. He's that type of individual. It's pretty clear. You know, I'm not one, I wouldn't normally look at someone in, in a, I'm pretty good actually at figuring people out because I've been talking to people all my adult life doing interviews. I've done tens of thousands of interviews over the years in person on the phone. I can tell you what they're about <clears throat> by listening to them for just a few moments. And this guy, anytime I've ever seen him, just looking at him, never mind. I mean, that sounds very prejudicial, but he does. He just comes across with that smarmy, nasty, arrogant way. And that's not enough. That's not a good reason to not, you know, support somebody, I suppose. But the way he runs the company, he's getting what he deserves. I am Robert Strickler. My wife Joyce and I have been married for 53 years. Certainly one of the really important things in my life are our children and our grandchildren. I am essentially a writer. I've been involved in communications in the media. I've been an avid fly fisherman for at least 40 or more years. I've been taking Prevagen on a regular basis for at least eight years. For me, the greatest benefit over the years has been that Prevagen seems to help me recall things and also think more clearly, have a crisper ability to remember and think through things. And I enthusiastically recommend Prevagen. It has helped me an awful lot. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. Robert Strickler is a content contributor for Prevagen and real user. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, a couple of uh, celebrity stories on social media, which is what we do, trending things during this portion of each hour of the Good Day program. And Dolly is in the focus, her great career, six decades. She was discovered in 1966, Jay. 76 years old now, and she says she really thinks she's toured enough. Mm -hmm. um, she doesn't want to do it anymore, but she says, I'll still do special shows. Uh, or perform she, at festivals. Well, because she's being asked because she was inducted into, or she's in the new class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, and right. she tried to decline that because she was like, I've not put out a rock album, so now she's going to put out a rock album so that she feels more <laughs> worthy of being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh -huh. Museum. Yeah. And when asked, well, would you tour this? She's like, no, my touring days are done. One, she wants to stay home closer to her family. What if somebody needs her and she's away? She would feel awful. Or what if she's yeah. away and she needs to cancel? on fans and everybody to yeah. go home to be with someone she's just like i'm not i'm not doing that to myself or my family nor my fans so touring is done good for her well, she's got it and she certainly has known what to do with it over all of these years what a great example of what i was talking about earlier someone who becomes a success and doesn't take away anything from anybody else in fact she gives to other people strength mm -hmm. sustenance support that kind of stuff. She's not so, just an icon. She is a living legend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is. No question about that at all. Okay. There's a duet out. Nicole Kidman singing with Luke Evans a song called Say Something. This is from Evans's upcoming album, A Song for You, being released this week. Uh, she apparently has singing skills that most people didn't know she had, right? This oh, just watch her in this. 2001's Moulin Rouge. Amazing. I with you and McGregor. So yeah. good. Yeah. Very talented, I think, 
Uh, so anyway, there are people saying this song could win a Grammy, so then she would have an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. And she still uh, needs that Tony, yep. She hasn't had the Tony yet, but she's but she's but she does a little of everything all the time. She's very mm-hmm. uh, flexible, she's so talented. if you will, with her talented. Yeah, so good luck to her. I happen to like Nicole Kidman, always have, frankly. So it's great business time for Caledron. I would think the phones would be ringing off the hook and people would be ordering ad nauseum. That's right. You know, it'll be 25 years this April, and we've been helping customers lose weight safely and effectively for 25 years. So if you need to lose the weight, you've really got to check it out on our website, toploss.com, because like Doug said, it's so much more than just a weight loss product. I mean, we're not talking about uh, a quick fix fad product. There are no drugs. There are no stimulants. Our number one ingredient is collagen protein. Uh, it's got types one and three. That's for the muscle and the joints. All right, and don't forget the 9090 special right now. Use the DJV code for free shipping as well. DJV code at toploss.com and the Get Fit contest. That sounds like it would be kind of fun. Calitrin at toploss.com. Thanks to Elizabeth Miller here, one of the great Calitrin consultants at toploss.com. Adele says she's going to take a break from music. Kind of sounds like Dolly Parton in a way, right? Dolly Parton says she's not going to tour anymore. Well, Adele wants to go back to college. I think this is interesting. So, Jay, she's going to take a break from music because she wants to get her college degree uh, she's mm-hmm. living in L.A., right? I think she's living. She is, uh, yeah. And then she there. has her Vegas residency that starts in November and will run through March 2023. And she says mm-hmm. that she loves English English literature. She always wanted to have a degree in English, English literature. And after she's done with Vegas, her goal for 2025 is to go to a university. She'll do it online. She'll have a tutor. She won't actually go to in-class. And she regrets that she didn't go to university, that she never had that in-person experience, but she still wants that degree. And she even said that had she not been a, a an artist, that she probably would have been an English lit teacher. Wouldn't that be neat? Adele, as your teacher, I taught English literature, English writing and speech, but I'm no Adele, although I can... I. Make it easy on yourself. Well, I better save my voice because we're going to do the Monster Mash. Oh, the, uh, yes. Priorities, please. Right. Yes, please. Luke Bryan is uh, <laughs> getting some starch because he trotted out Governor DeSantis at his concert over the weekend in Florida. I wonder why. It's being political. I mean, I get it. But I think that you, uh, when you, Ed McMahon taught me a valuable lesson. He said to me, I don't talk about politics because I'm selling Alpo and I don't want half the audience not to buy the Alpo. So <laughs> when you get down to it, right? I mean, how many people would be PO'd at Brian uh, because uh, he left, because he, uh, yeah, I get, uh, everybody should be able to have their opinion and talk about it. But if you're in business, you just don't, you know, I don't, but this isn't what is, I do. Right? It can get dangerous when somebody of such a stature yeah. and has fans and they're telling people who to vote for that they don't make yeah. their own decision anymore. Yeah, not a good idea. The Doug Steffen Good Day Download with Doug and Jay Kirshner is made possible in part by Calitrin, which is the safe way for you to lose weight and keep it off. And also by Prevagen, keeping your brain healthy.